0: And here in News Talk, we've teamed up with Ron Seal for Fix It Fortnight. It's two weeks of top DIY tips from the best experts in the field, and it's the perfect time to freshen up your home. So in this week's Ask the Expert here in Lunchtime Live, we are answering your interior design questions. So whether it's the light solutions to colour schemes, you can send your queries into us. 53106 is the number. And to answer your questions today, I'm joined by Arlene McIntyre from Ventura Design. Arlene, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, 1300 That's the number either if you want to call us, if you want to talk to Arlene yourself. Um, I am sort of starting this process is probably Mm -hmm. how I I describe it. Um, And I, I kind of feel like I couldn't afford, I think, an interior designer. I did pop into your shop one day and I spoke to one of the girls in there and um, she told me, you know, I said, where do you start? And she said, go home and do a mood board for yourself. So I'm just looking and I have 286 photographs here, Arlene, in, a, <laughs> oh in an album God. on the phone, right? So I don't know how much time you have later, but uh, <laughs> like, is that the starting point though? It is. I would
1: absolutely encourage everybody to do a little bit of their own research for first, really just to establish what their style is. I think a lot of people are flipping through Instagram or Pinterest and they love everything, but they really need to kind of narrow down what defines them and what their own personal style is.
0: You probably find, or do you, that you you kind of, like, I thought I was going to be this really, like, modern, contemporary sort of a style. And I think the more I look at stuff, I'm, I actually fall back into the, you know, the stuff that my mother would pick that I would say, <laughs> I I'm not going to take that, you know. But- I know.
1: There's a happy medium, though. So yes and it's interesting that you should say that because a lot of people go I absolutely love classic and then you find out that they're actually more contemporary and then you find people who think that they're modern but they actually want something a lot more comfortable and timeless and then they kind of fall back into the classic category so yeah it's very important to understand what it is you really like.
0: The first of the questions in Arlene today on 53106 from one of our listeners is we've just moved into our new house it is a fixer-upper house we want to keep certain features like the old radiators but we're wondering where do you start in terms of cleaning them up and trying to make them look more modern look good
1: the radiators yeah um it depends on what type of radiators they have um if did they share any more information with no, you on that no. but just uh, it, it really would depend on the, the how the age of the radiator um you can paint them Um, which really is something I like to do, especially if you can't get rid of your radiators. I think it's nice to just blend them in with the same tone that's on the wall. Or you can create really nice radiator covers, um, which can be designed by an interior designer. I particularly love having the ones where they open the doors open and you can get a really nice metal grill on the front of them, which lets out the heat, but it's attractive in the room as well. Mm. And it works for somewhere maybe to put your keys or a nice plant or candles, objects and accessories.
0: This text for Arlene another listener says um, we're due to move into our new home it's 15 years old it is a little bit run down all flooring needs to be replaced everything has to be painted should mm. we just go with white or cream first and wait a little while to do a proper design?
1: Yes I think that sounds like a really good way to approach that project. Definitely, if you feel that the walls need refreshing, of course, um, sometimes people are buying homes that have been refreshed with paint, so, you know, so that they could sell them on to the new purchaser. But definitely, I think go for a really good neutral. I'm a big fan of kind of warm... Um, kind of greyish, beigey tones. I think that are timeless. They're lovely and warm in the winter. They're cozy in the day. So perhaps maybe not like stark white, but but a nice mid tone yeah. or something.
0: You see, neutral. I I was one of these very arrogant people about three weeks ago who thought I was going to start painting rooms and you know, sure, how hard <laughs> can it be? And I went out to Woodies and started looking at white paint. Didn't realize there were so many colors. I think I basically came home with Tippex. Um, oh, it no. was the whitest of white that I've yeah. ever seen in my life. But then I was reading in some of the, the, you know, online and sites and they were saying, like, if you have a small space, which I have, you should paint things white and put in loads of mirrors everywhere because it gives the illusion of space. Yeah. But, like, how do you... What's the right white? It's <laughs> my right question. White.
1: Well, well, be very careful because there's what we refer to, and my, myself and my team refer to as like a building, a builder's white, which is like a very cold white. It has a blue undertone, and it's yeah. really not oh, good. Yeah, that's what I have. That is just not the way to go. But like I would love the almond whites or or the whites that have a kind of a warm undertone to them. You need to be really careful. I mean, there's a, there's whites that have a purpley undertone to them, um, and then they can look very pink in certain rooms, or you can get. Ones that are quite creamy and yellow. So uh, again, you need to research your whites. Go into your local paint shop, get a few swatches, put them up on the wall, look mm. at them over a twenty four hour period, and see which one you gravitate towards.
0: Um, that's probably where the interior design or the research part comes in, is it? Yes,
1: yes. Well, definitely, we um, we have our top tones that we like to work with all the time. But it really does depend on the space. So it's very hard to kind of give you um, a paint tone that I feel w- would fit one, you know, tone fits all.
0: Is that right? D- does white and murs make everything... <laughs> It look does. Bigger. It's a
1: very elegant look. It can look very sleek. Um, it's great in an area, for example, in a hallway where you don't have any natural light and you really need to brighten it up. I love using a lovely almond white. It's a nice warm tone on the walls. I love using beading and putting a mirror into the bead, which doubles up the, the hallway space. Um, it's it's uh, definitely a go-to. Okay.
0: I might have to look into that so then. Um Arlene pop on your headphones there because the first of the callers is on the line. The number is 1800 if you have a question here for Arlene this afternoon. Um Caroline is on the line in Cork. Caroline, what's your question?
1: Hi Arlene. Yeah, um I think it might be more of an interior architecture question, but basically we bought a house that's 20 years old mm-hmm. and um, we have a very small family, so I'd love to create kind of like a playroom. Um, and I'm just looking at the space, particularly downstairs and saying, should we knock some walls? Should we create smaller rooms, you know, for like a playroom? And is there any kind of um, computer program or anything like that that you can input your floor plans into? And it would tell you, well, if you knock the
0: wall, this is what it would look like or
1: Okay. Just to give us some ideas. We would generally always do a site survey so that we could look at the entire space when we first visit a home. And then we think about how we can kind of restructure the areas and how they work and flow. So definitely, I think you should consider uh, reconfigurating the spaces, creating a little playroom uh, for your family, maybe looking at where the hallway is, the kitchen is, the living area is. Open plan living is so popular now. It also lets in a lot of light and it helps the family connect Mm. in a a different way. So um, in terms of a program or software that you could use, I could certainly get in touch with you with something perhaps offline that I know might be interesting for yeah. you to
0: check into. We'll, we'll we'll have a look at that, Caroline. Oh, we on. could maybe post it even on, on Instagram yeah. um, after if, as well if if that if that works. Thanks a million, Caroline, for getting in touch today. Thank you. 1800 453106 is the number. May is on the line as well. May, what's your question? Good afternoon. Um, I'm just looking for a, could I get a colour of a paint to use on um, a north-facing hall? It's very long. It's very narrow. And it only, it has five white doors. But I did a kind of a, a grey colour on it, but it came up a blue and it's really dark. The hall is really, really dark. Oh
1: dear, do you have any natural light in this hallway? Very little. Very, Very little. And what colour are your floors? Do you have wooden floors or they're, tiles?
0: They're like the ash.
1: An ash wood. Okay, yeah. so you got to remember that's another colour that's bouncing off the walls exactly. that you need to consider. I think, play it safe, there's a colour I like working with a lot called ammonite from Farrow and Ball. It's a lovely, warm, greyish tone and it's really happy in north-facing rooms. So I think that would be the one to go for.
0: Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, May. Thanks for getting in touch. 1800 453 106 is the number. Emma and Wicklow, Arlene, is texting. She says we live in a house that was renovated in 2000 by the previous owners. We've pine floors and pine doors and I'm sick of the orangeness of the entire Mm. house. Is it possible to sand the floors and stain them a darker colour?
1: Yes, but pine has a kind of a warm tone so it's never going to change. So when you're dealing with pine, you may need to consider going darker to try and bring down the red tone in it and perhaps consider coupling that with a brighter tone. So yes, I have walked into a lot of homes where you've seen a lot of pine staircases, mm. doors, architraves and skirtings. It's, it's pine overkill. But definitely do consider sanding them back, staining them down into a slightly richer tone and then bringing a brighter tone on the wall.
0: Where are you or where do you stand on the very, very, that chocolate brown, dark wooden floors? Love it. How does that work in small spaces? Yeah, you have to be careful. Yeah. So see, it's the not thing, really. one
1: tone fits all. This is why you've got to treat each project in their own way. Um, for, for smaller spaces, I definitely think lighter tones are the way to go, Andrea. I think with uh, lighter tones on the walls. But in larger spaces, I think you can get away with yeah. the deeper, darker tone. Bearing in mind that if you have a lot of t- footfall or traffic coming into those areas, if you're thinking, for example, of putting a dark tone mm. in your hallway, it will get scratched. So the darker you go, the more likely it will to show every scratch mark on your heels or, you know, footfall traffic it's that's the downside of a dark tone but it is so beautiful and rich and maybe something you could use in your good room or in a in your bedroom or maybe good room, room. I, only,
0: I only have one room arlene <laughs> <laughs> let alone a room that that's a good room but that's the problem though you're kind of i'm decorating a house that i that's uh, 20 times bigger than the one i actually live in <laughs> so that, okay. that's the re, that's the that's the the problem unfortunately but anyway this texture as well is wondering i've solid mahogany doors throughout the house plus mm-hmm. mahogany architraves and skirting boards I'm yes. very reluctant to paint the doors because they were so expensive has Arlene any advice on how we can brighten up the look though?
1: Okay yeah, again, mahogany's, it's a so big, dark. deep colour and it, it, it would depend, again, on other factors like the lighting and the flooring. But I think as it's a very golden tone, I would just embrace the gold tone, especially if you're not thinking of changing them by painting them. So then you would be kind of moving into a warmer, more golden palette of colours to use on the walls that would complement the deep ma- mahogany tones on the on your uh, woodwork.
0: 1800 106, if you want to call it. In if you have a question and you want to chat to Arlene yourself, you can do so. Uh, this texture though is wondering, we're due to move into our new house. Um, it's 15 years old. It's a little bit run down. All of the flooring needs to be replaced um, as well. Everything has to be painted. I'm just wondering if you can give me the best colour for a dark kitchen.
1: Ooh, is the kitchen
0: painted or is it a lacquer? They don't say, they just say best colour for dark kitchen.
1: And the colour of the floor is? Did they mention what the colour of the floors were?
0: Just, no, they just said they needed to be replaced and everything painted. Mm,
1: Okay. so um, if they don't have a kitchen island, I mean, a lot of people are going for that two-tone effect whereby the island is in a deeper tone and they might keep their back units in a brighter tone and put a mid-tone on the wall. So everything is really happy and talking to each other in terms of colours. But if you don't have a kitchen island, um, I'd think you, it really depends on if you like the the golden tones or if you like the cooler grey tones. So colours I like to use on kitchen units could be uh, Charleston Grey. I think that's a really nice tone. Uh, Purbeck Stone is a really great tone that we used to, We like using a lot. Clay from our own Ventura collection paints. I love that colour and working with that tone. Along with Fossil, which is a lovely warm tone. I think that's easy to live with as well.
0: Okay. 1800 four Five three one oh six is the number. Ronan is with us on the line in cork. Ronan, what's your question for Arlene? Oh, hi there um yeah, so I have in 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 the living room one of the walls with a wonderful blue kind of heritage color you know, um but um you mentioned it before, Arlene, that they get easily scratched and marked, and i've uh, I see to see even though we didn't touch the wall much, you know as soon as you kinda get closer to it, it kinda. Kind of whatever you touch it with, it wears a bit off when you see it on the wall, through it away. And then I I at it with a let's say a, a you know a damp cloth or something like that. But it's kind of it's it's hard to get even the easiest marks of it again. Any idea how to fix that? Like
1: oh well, then that would very much depend on the choice of paint you put on the wall. If it was yeah. an eggshell or if it was matte um definitely eggshell finishes are just easier for for families for kind of high traffic areas like hallways um, you know doors skirtings jo- that sort of thing where you just can kind of clean over it with a cloth but i think you unfortunately will be forever g- uh finding that mm-hmm. you're going to find it difficult to clean that unless you have the right paint finish on the wall first
0: just normally could just wipe it a bit off or something but it seems everything you yes. marked in it isn't it
1: I know I know I know exactly what your dilemma is and I've seen that before but perhaps you might consider giving it one last final coat of the same tone but in an mm. eggshell finish okay
0: Thanks a million, Ronan, for getting in touch. 1800 453 106. Um, this texter is wondering if you think wall panelling is going to go out of fashion.
1: Well, it. I mean, like all things, uh, at the moment, everybody loves panelling. Yeah. Maybe the heavy wainscotting, which is like ultra classic and traditional. You need a big house to do that, to carry it. Or what's massive at the moment is wall beating, And I think that... What is that, Sarah? You mentioned it before. Is that just... It's a plant-on mould and... Um, It is absolutely gorgeous in most homes. I think it can actually make a a small hallway feel bigger if you get the pattern of it right. And it can actually frame walls and add shape and body to the space. So I'm a big fan of beading and I introduce it in almost all of my projects. May it be for a modern project or a classic one.
0: Is it expensive to do it, Charlie?
1: No, it's not. No, it's not. Now, we do have joinery partners that we work with, but I, I find beading a lot more cost effective than the heavy
0: wainscoting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This listener is wondering if the blue or green kitchens are going to go out of fashion. Ditto for the bathroom suites too, asks this listener. Oh,
1: I know. You see, it was. It is a trend. It's there. It suits some people. It's beautiful in some homes. So really, the only way I can answer that is it's really down to your own personal taste and what you love and what what you like. Um, a lot of people have invested heavily and in deep dark tones on their islands and on their vanity yeah. units. So I think that's not going to go away in our you know in a hurry. But um, definitely, I do like adding tones to vanity units in a bathroom do space. You? Yeah, it, but it also depends on how big the vanity is, how big the bathroom. is is, how much natural Mm. light you have in the room, to really make sure that you're making the right choice for that space. So if it's a small bathroom, I think it would depend on how much light you have. I love darker tones on vanity units, but it really depends on a lot of other other elements in the
0: space. I just recently did that, uh, put everything white, which will be some crack with tan and makeup, <laughs> but that's why I put the grout grey. OK, I was just going to say, get your grout right. That's I, like number one. Thinking ahead, Arlene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: don't be afraid of using colour on vanity units.
0: That's not going anywhere. Really? Yeah. Um, one of the other questions here just from this listener is wondering about an attic conversion. Is it versus the Shomra? We're keen on getting the attic converted for an extra office. Um, it's probably looking at about $40,000 all ins as this texter. But we now see that our neighbours are also doing a conversion, offers little space for the same money. I'm just wondering if the separate offices are better op- options um, or should we go ahead with the conversion? Have you have you checked the other options
1: for for you know that would be my number one question to them? I would get all options on the table, speak to a lot of people that are in that particular business, see what can and cannot be done. It is going to be you know steep. These things aren't uh, inexpensive to do; they are like, lifetime yeah. investments. It is adding value to your home, so. Um, I would think you definitely are in the right neighborhood of thirty five to forty thousand. That sounds about right. I'd need to see how big that space is. But um I would also look at an outdoor um Shomra option as well as your attic.
0: Okay. As well to just yeah. consider it as, as part of as part of the plan. Definitely. Um that's just one other question on that, Arlene. Do you like how do you know that you'll definitely get the money back when you invest it into the house? With refurbishment. <laughs>
1: Well, I or do you. I just feel you have to be cautious, obviously, but big ticket items your kitchen, getting your sanitary wear right, getting nice tiles and a shower, and uh, all those things are the things that people really, I think, are looking for when they're on the market shopping for a new home. So get the big ticket items right. That would be, you know, key.
0: Arlene, it's been a pleasure. Arlene McIntyre from Ventura Design. <laughs> Thank Thanks a million, Arlene, for, for coming in. We'll get you back in again because there's more queries coming in here from Texters. I think there's just such a massive interest in home and interior design at the moment. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.